Welcome to the program. I have a great episode for you today. I'm going to get right to it, starting with the Space Force mulling the idea of setting up a new base in a third country. This would be the third country the Space Force enters. Then I have uh, some important news and update about Neom, you know. Uh, Christopher Roberts has been the voice on the Middle East on this program for us. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a, a quick update about Neom and uh, some major developments that are undertaking. What's going on with the Space Force first and foremost is they are considering setting up a base in Japan. Why Japan? Well, because Japan is close to China and since China has continued to do everything they can to not align with us as a strategic uh, military partner, then we have to get as close as we can. That is just part of the strategy. So, U.S. Space Force General B. Chance Saltzman, the Chief of Space Operations, has been going on to say that opening up a line of communication to make sure that if there is a crisis, we know who we can contact. And he also goes on to say, and this is another quote, that they're working uh, side by side in the Misawa Air Base in Northeast Japan. And uh, the unit will soon transfer to Space Force Command. Uh, and that is a missile tracking unit. So these are all strategic moves the United States military is making. These are very good and calculated decisions. And the other uh, piece I will add to this before I do move on is that uh, he said something very important. I want you to understand this. He said, we have to be able to have those indications and warnings and see what they're doing and call them on the intent is what he said to Reuters. So China uh, continues to escalate their tactics as far as jamming satellite signals and uh, this is done in the gray zone and to be able to build up a case and be able to have the evidence to show that they are doing these things is what the U.S. Space Force is asking for and it's not a very Paul ask. It's just something that needs to get done sooner than later. And remember, the Space Force itself was thought to be a joke by many people when former President Donald Trump created it. So in its creation, it was laughed at. And now it's expanding, possibly expanding to its third country in Japan, where there is a missile tracking unit that the Space Force is already working with. So you can see how this is rolling out and this is uh, becoming a very uh, important part of the military services. And what I really like is that, you know, not only is the Space Force focused on Asia, but being in South Korea um, also has really shown that America is not just talking we are putting our money where our mouth is in this case and scenario thank you i'll be right back after this with some news about neon a 
very good update for you, a healthy update about some things that are happening there. And uh, we need to get to the bottom of this, folks. Thank you. Welcome back to the program. Now we have a great article about Mia from Global Data by Global Data. And they say that Jacobs, an American company, secures the contract for the Port of Neon redevelopment project. Now, pump the brakes. Neon has a lot of projects going on. So before I even get into this, just keep that in your mind. They have a lot of projects that they're promising to deliver on, okay? So they selected the U.S.-based engineer service Jacobs as the lead design consultant for the redevelopment of their port in Tabuk, Saudi Arabia. For Neon, this is supposed to be the world's first smart city. This project in Oxagon, the new industrial city of Neon, okay, follow along please, will see the transformation of the current port into a net zero and next generation global logistics hub so let's stop right there let's think about this here so they're right off the bat promising to be net zero next generation the best of the best state of the art okay so there's a couple promises being made before anything's really been done so the port claims to be the world's first integrated port and supply chain system now, remember during COVID, the supply chain problems really got exposed in America and the, and the, and the shortages started to pile up across the country in different stores. Um, okay, so they're promising to be this, you know, one size fits all supply chain system, completely autonomous, run entirely on renewable energy. So they're hitting you with a double wing. They're saying, look, this thing's so smart. It's run on artificial intelligence. That's also run on renewable energies. So here's the thing. It has to be the exact right weather, climate. Everything has to go right for that to work. I could tell you that right now with People say, oh, the climate's chaotic or the climate's changing or the climate's just not what it should be. Well, you're really seeing that all of this is starting to unravel and unfold. And the climate is sporadic and always changing. It's always been changing, okay? So they're banking on this kind of just staying their way they want it there. So now here comes uh, something really interesting, okay? Jacobs Europe, Asia Pacific, and Middle East Senior Vice President Keith Lawson. Now that's a heck of a title. That's just a heck of a title. They're Europe, Asia Pacific, Middle East Senior Vice President. Whoa, man. Whoa. That's just like, so do they have a different vice president for other areas? Is this the only areas they're in? Why is he just not the regular vice president? I'm so confused. Please help me break this down. 
This transformational port project is another engagement for our business on Saudi Giga Project. This is what he said. Neon in the latest addition to a growing portfolio of port and maritime projects globally. Let's break that down what he said. He's talking about this like this is just part of his little toy shed. You know what I'm saying? Like his little his little, you know, things that he has, his nice cars, his nice this. He's sounding like he's like kind of like, you know, groovy with it. Like he's just being groovy about this whole thing. Like, yeah, man, that's it's in the portfolio. Um, we got a bunch of projects going globally. It, I'm not getting a, a a vibe here. Like this is a real something I should be taking serious. So I'm I'm where I'm looking for is the date. When do you promise this to be done? When will this be done? They say by 2025. So the first container term, the terminal one, the first container is expected to become operational by 2025. So, okay. You're talking about another two years. This is only one container. You're going to need a lot more than one container. Then this one container is going to need like a test run, a trial run. Like this seems kind of out there like we're gonna set a date way out there no specifics on it 2025 it'll be up folks this is like you know someone telling you they're gonna do something and then they just yeah a couple years you know what i mean like of course we'll have that done in a couple years in the terminal the idea is for it to be massive, right? <clears throat> like this terminal has to be uh, good enough to last until they can build another terminal. So ideally, it has to be pretty freaking big. So you're thinking, yeah, it has to take that long. But are they sure they can do it by 2025? Are they talking the end of 2025? What about the climate that they keep talking about? Do they think the climate, the climate's going to agree fully with uh, this plan? Remember at the beginning of Neom, in the beginning when me and Chris started talking about Neom, they had went and held up the lights and held up the compasses and walked up to the top of the mountain and looked down and said, this is the spot where we will build the city. They had this whole array of different tests they ran to say, right here is the best climate for our smart city. So I don't know, folks. I still think this is a lot of pie in the sky. I still think this feels like a lot of just could be, could happen. You might go there. You could go there if it's done right. But, you know, we don't really know to the extent and to the gravity of when this project was announced from when COVID happened to now to what is the um, motivation to 
bring all these people so close together in a city. Kinda got dampened. Little bit of salt got thrown on that. You know what I mean? Like, hey, let's all go to the coolest town. Now it's kind of like, wait a minute. I don't know about that. Yeah. Because you're going to have so many people that are like that. There's like, wait a minute. That was a good idea before COVID. Now, after COVID, I don't know. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's up for you to decide. I hope you enjoyed the program. Again, go check out the other videos me and Chris did on Neom. Go check out Joe's recent top stocks. Thank you for tuning in. Check out oddmanout.ninja and stay subscribed. Make sure you go and check out my novella, a great read. You will love it to cozy up with this book, Badge in the Shadows. You can buy it anywhere and everywhere. Also, my next book, the sequel, Smoke on the Cruise, will drop this month towards the end of the month. A little more of like the middle to the end, but I have it uh, all put together, ready to go. And I want this to be something that you know, I'm remembered very uh, favorably for, but also not just me, the story. You know, it's about telling a great story, folks, and that's what I I pride myself on doing. So thank you for tuning in. Um, subscribe to the podcast most of all, and I'll be back with uh, some sports for you tomorrow. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night and God bless. Palms 37-4. KJV.